Welcome to episode one of How Marvelous. I am uh, J.R. Sweeney. Oh God, it's at my turn. I am Mickey Alexa. <laughs> and I'm Max. Coker. Okay, I was like, no fixed address? Like, what's what's happening? His name is Max. I am. That's it. But only Max. He's here to save Whatever. the future. Maxford. Um, yeah. So, welcome to the first episode of our thing we're doing here. Uh, we talk about what if, uh, starting from the first issue of volume one. And uh, it's going to be a rollicking good time. So, uh, yeah. Um, here we go. So we start, uh, of course, with What If, Volume 1, Number 1, from February of 1977. Uh, what If Spider-Man Had Joined the Fantastic Four, which is uh, written by Roy Thomas, penciled by Jim Craig, inked by Pablo Marcos, Colored by Janice Cohen and lettered by John Costanza. Um, I will say real quick, I guess uh, this had grown out of just Roy Thomas wanting to sort of play around in the Marvel Universe and not be tied down quite so much with the... uh, You can't do this with this character because we're planning something else for them. Um, The title, I guess, came from something Stan Lee would generally just say in meetings, uh, where it was just like, hey, what if, you know, Cap uh, was a werewolf? Or, you know, whatever. Fuck it. Um, So, yeah. And, it, you know, honestly, this was, uh, personally, growing up, this was one of my favorite series. Uh, I always enjoyed reading it, even if I had no idea what the actual story was about um i you know i keep bringing it up but i think there's i think there's an issue that's like atlantis attacks or something like that and uh i i still don't think i've read the entire uh, atlantis attacks storyline that that one that wonderful thing that used to happen with uh, uh reading comic books where you yeah you you'd find the first half for a dollar in a box somewhere You'd read right. it, and you would never, ever in your entire life know how it ends. It doesn't matter because it's just a one-off, but like, right. like part of your soul is missing. Well, and especially it was that one was during that period where they would do, they would do major storylines, but they would be spread out across the annuals that year. So it would be like, you know, oh, this starts in Submariner. Like, why the fuck am I reading Submariner? Ah, uh, and then it's over here in X-Men for a minute. And then, oh, what's this? We're on over, we're on over to, uh, what was that? Dreamwalker <laughs> or whatever. Oh like, God. you know, it would, it would cross over into books. You had no interest in buying and neither did anybody else. So you could not find those tie-ins. Um, but whatever. Um, <laughs> that's the true name of it. That's not what if it's whatever. <laughs> right and, and um, truly with this first episode they they uh, let their imagination run wild what if spider-man was in the fantastic four what a crazy idea right well yeah what if ben Grimm had really just terrible notions about women um <laughs> well, and it's the writer 
It's really... What well, if yeah. Sp- Spider-Man was in the Fantastic Four? Well, then surely we'd have no need for Sue. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it has nothing to do with a marriage or anything. Because clearly Reed has eyes for Peter. Right. Right. Like yes. some young and scientific. Yeah. Sue, Sue was really only ever there to keep him from fucking Johnny. Um, <laughs> but anyway... Uh, so this, this issue, we start, we start out and, uh, you know, we've got the, we've got the standard intro by the watcher and I really kind of miss this. This was always kind of a nice, uh, touchstone for each issue, um, that I really kind of missed once they did away with it in later issues. Uh, but you know, he does his standard, like, I am the Watcher, I am sworn never to interfere unless I'm really bored, and Game of Thrones has not yet come back. Uh, but he, you know, he introduces the idea of alternate universes in case this is your first comic book. and uh, But also he, he plays is, narrator throughout, which is, fun, right. which is fun and good, because it... Like, at least for me, it reminds me, like, where the deviations are, right? Like, he... Right. And and that's one thing when I was, when I was reading number four, uh, to get ready for this, where it was just like, I kept kind of waiting for, like, okay, where's the, where's the divergence? And then I'm just like, oh, there isn't one. Okay, fuck you then. I don't know. What are we even doing? Yeah, like it it, it was, that, that was the most, uh, uh kind of fuck you uh, issue i've ever read of what uh, what if uh, in my entire life and yet it was the fourth issue they ever created yep. that's just bizarre yeah so uh yeah but uh so the the version the version do what <laughs> no what i'm sorry i don't know are, are, can, uh, can we talk about how uh jacked up this uh, version of the watcher is yeah, he is, he is ripped to hell, and his his head is enormous. Yeah, because I really like if you're if you're doing the Watcher, you've either got to go just bald dude, or you've got to go basically like pink skinned gray alien. Personally, I because think this, I think it, it's, it's a matter of shit. like you have to have his head be a fifty percent of his body. Right. Do anything else. That head better be fifty percent of his body mass. Right, right. Um, because otherwise, yeah, he just he he really does, especially in these early issues. He looks really fucked up. Um, I don't know. I it's. I always feel like the more alien they they can make him, the better. Uh, simply because otherwise, he literally just is a dude he's just a dude like hanging out and watching just all the time like at one point i was joking around about doing like a spoof of marvel that actually just had like the the watcher but he was just like hiding behind a plant and just like just like hey what's what you guys doing Hey, like, you know, I'm watching and he you. would be called the voyeur and there oh, you literally God. have to change nothing about him to get to that. <laughs> That's um, the Max Comics version of the Watcher. 
Yeah. 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 It, 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 it's Garth Ennis's version where it's just some goddamn yes. creeper. Yeah. Yeah. And then and by the like end of his... it, Frank kills him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his his hand is under the robes, but not because he's like holding him up. He's just. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what is it? Uh, there's a there's a sound like a small dog enthusiastically eating pancakes. Uh... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> anyway, so um, the the regular version of this, the the uh, version of events that we see playing out in the six one six universe is that in Amazing Spider-Man number one, the character's second appearance, he is like, fuck it, I need money, I will go and join the, join the Fantastic Four. Um, so he comes up with, you know, this is, this is one of the things I love about Peter, is that uh, early Peter is a fucking lunatic. Oh, he's and, such an uh, asshole. He is. Uh, yeah, he he's literally... Um, you know, there's just so many things he does that it's, you walk a fine line between youthful stupidity and full-blown supervillainy. And, uh, this is one of those examples because he's just like, how can I prove to the Fantastic Four that I'm worth, that I'm like deserving of a spot on the team? I know I'll break into their house. Maybe yeah. I can take pictures of them while they sleep, and that'll prove to them that I'm stealthy. Like, no, man, what are you, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> so he's the the greatest creeper, and I guess that makes yeah. sense as a spider. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's just like, hey, I'm just gonna hang out in your in your house and eat bugs and uh, watch you poop, like. <laughs> It's a perfectly normal thing. So I've got a question about the, the the opening sequence here as Peter ventures to break into the Fantastic Four's house. Is is this dialogue like ripped directly from Spider-Man Number One, or is it a generous imitation? Because the way that he talks up until the deviation point is so if it's if it's a if it's an imitation holy shit it's good like yeah because yeah. he sounds insane i'm fairly certain it's just a copy okay like with, with a few things yeah. omitted okay i i'm pre- i'm pretty sure what what dialogue they could live directly from the issue i haven't i haven't compared the two sure um I, uh... there, there's also like like uh, uh, small issues of like uh, uh, he he uh, he makes the tightrope out of the web instead of just swinging over there. Right. It's such right. an early idea of just like yeah no I'll I'll make a tightrope and I feel like if they were going to change something they would have changed that because it's just so yeah. like what the hell tight tightrope why why would we all of no, the things you could do swing with this in and. This is what you do. Yeah. But like, Genius. I feel like they dropped the him announcing to his foe or fellow superhero that he has the proportionate strength of a spider. Like, they, they dropped yeah. that 
by issue 30 and yeah. looked back on it like, oh, that was real dumb. None of that I, makes I, sense. Yeah. I, I love that he uh, yeah. says as, as if, like, in the in the heat of battle, that's supposed to mean anything. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I'm going to stop and try to do some quick head math while you punch me in the face. Wow, yeah, no, that, that absolutely was the proportionate sp- uh, uh, strength of a spider to my face. It, it, it works. It scales up. Yeah, wow. <laughs> that's wow. perfect. That Thank you, really... Spider-Man. Oh, dear. I, uh, I appear to have lost some teeth. Pardon me. <laughs> So he breaks um, into a window. Uh, if you haven't read the issue, he, he breaks in to a window, uh, but the FF know he's coming. They slam a plexiglass, like, half-cylinder uh, barrel barrier in front of him, and then a steel barrier behind him. A thousand-dollar uh, trap for this very specific purpose. Yeah. Oh, there is so much of that. In Fantastic yep. Four. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah, it's just like I happen to have the one thing on hand that could prevent this very narrow uh, situation that no rational person could ever predict. Yeah. I mean, at least with Tony, uh, it makes sense. Sorry. At least with Tony, it makes sense because he has a fucking compound of people working on several different weirdly specific problems at a time so like if it turns out he needs a dude to reprogram a machine that will turn the gray ghost back into a human okay of course you had that i believe you why did you specifically have this reed what is what is with you yeah how how much of your life is spent in a lab reed i know it's ridiculous (laughs) but you have to at some point sleep or, you know, like, we know he has a couple of kids, like. <laughs> no, he engineered those. He, Reed yeah, Richards easy. is a virgin. I am easy I, to convince on that. I believe that. I believe that. So he I, breaks I'll in. Tell you... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So he breaks in. They, they stop him. They let him out because he just wants to talk. And immediately him and Ben or Spider-Man and Ben start fighting. Uh, As you do. Everybody starts fighting everybody. Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Uh, eventually, the thing I do like is Reed's the one that chills shit out by just getting seemingly enormous, but probably very flimsy. And that, that is a nightmarish looking Reed Richards, by the way. That, like, the proportions are so wrong, it's something out of Beetlejuice. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's some weird, some weird geometry that makes no sense. <laughs> like, yeah. And then to continue Spider-Man's psychosis, he's like, "Okay, I'm sorry. We'll stop fighting. I just had one question. How much does the job pay?" And they're like, "What the fuck are you even talking about?" Right? It's like, how, yeah. who who the hell are you? Just broke in. What in the hell? Is this how people in the 60s and 70s used to apply for jobs? You, you just like, like, okay, uh, you want to be a cop? Go beat up a cop. That's how you become a cop. <laughs> yeah. You you want to you want to uh, uh, take over rules. a bank? 
gang yeah. rolls all the way down. <laughs> gang rolls. My uh, my mom actually got her first job by taking her boss's family hostage. <laughs> um, but the uh, the thing about it is, so like in the in the normal in the normal flow of events, uh, Peter, you know, Peter's just like, I need a job, and I can do this. You guys need me, and money, and they're like, we we don't get paid we the our expenses are paid and like we we all of our money goes back into scientific development and stuff like that and peter peter is just like huh okay fuck y'all and goes home yeah i i like how their answer more or less is we're independently wealthy (laughs) Yeah. yeah 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 um but uh in this version Peter is getting ready to leave when Sue's just like, wait a minute. And so they bring him back in and they're just like, well, you know. Oh, oh no, no, no. Hold on. No, no. About... We, we can't skip this uh, incredible one page of absolute wasted content in which the watcher has to explain to a very early audience how multiple dimensions work in the most yeah. simplistic way possible. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, and I, uh, <laughs> it's funny because, like, one of the things he brings up is the, uh, is the, uh, the reality where, like, Reed Richards becomes the thing, and so on and so forth, and having read that, if you're trying to sell people on the idea of alternate realities, that story is not one to go with. I like yeah, that. That no. sucks so hard. Oh my god. The three-way, the three-way war between the various Earths. Fuck that story. Okay, that story. Okay, wait. I liked the pathos that I'm using that word wrong. I I liked that Reed as Ben. No, in the first one, the very first initial one, not the three-way war. The very first story that was good. The three-way well, but war was the point. At, the point at which this came out, the the most recent appearance of Reed Richards as the thing would have been the uh, the round robin war of the Earths. Yeah, that bullshit. Sucked. And but so, the one like, before that's that not was cool. that's not how you get people on board. Like Squadron Supreme, okay, sure, kill Raven, cool. Yeah, but I, I like that they included they also, Superman but, punching him in the face. That yeah, was sweet. They they did they did mention that they did mention that, which was pretty cool. Um But even Deathlock being part of a technically parallel universe sort of It's an alternate future. Yeah. I mean, you know. It it has its own Earth designation, so it counts. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Uh but, I, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So uh in this in the new version of events uh this is uh and i think i'm trying to see this got this was uh earth 721 by the way oh yeah uh earth 721 sue calls peter back when he uh is just like no money okay bye uh and she's just like wait a minute We've been talking about changing the way we do things, so maybe we can work something out. And so what winds up happening is uh, they 
uh, they wind up putting on a press conference in which they're just like, here's our newest member, <laughs> Spider-Man. And J. Jonah Jameson, of course, is just like, what? No, I, this is bullshit. This guy's an asshole. And uh, he tried to kill my son and blah, blah, blah. And uh, <laughs> Reed, Reed is just like, uh, I have friends at NASA who will vouch for him. And that's literally all it takes to shut Jameson the fuck up because he's literally just like, oh, it, it was amazing. I've never seen him bend over that quickly. Yeah. Like, like Jameson's a worm, but oh, my God. Yeah. Like it. <laughs> I mean, admittedly, this is fairly early on in Spider-Man's career. So he hasn't he hasn't had a chance to develop quite the depth of hatred that he has later. But still, you'd expect Jameson to just be at least be like. Who at NASA? Like something instead of just being like, "Oh, NASA. Okay, no, that's that's cool. That's cool." Uh, but also, sorry about everything. When Reed says, "I have friends at NASA," you just assume it's all of them. Like, yeah, all of NASA. I I, I am friend with NASA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Excuse me, out of my way. I am friend with NASA. Uh, no, what I especially love about this is. Um, uh, uh, someone asks Jameson for proof, and he goes, "Proof? Here, I made it up myself. It's proof." Yeah, proven. Yeah. Well, you can and, read it uh, in my own paper. I'm like, it's your <laughs> paper, though. That's yeah. That's not a thing. Proven. Yeah. So, uh, there's there's some bits. Yeah. Um. There's some really fairly mundane stuff in which you know you see like chameleon just being like oh well i was gonna try and go after spider-man but i guess i won't and stuff like that uh there's bits handing, with like vulture handing the vulture his absolute ass oh yeah <laughs> like as as much as as much as like a teenager with super strength beating on an old man is kind of one-sided this especially, it's just like America's premier super team beats the shit out of an octogenarian. <laughs> like, like slightly burns him, tosses him from the uh, sky. No, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Um, but then uh, we 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 get the uh, the Fantastic Four going to the blue area of the moon to. Uh, to deal with the red ghost which is is if you've not read the original story is kind of interesting but uh it's it's funny because it's literally like they're getting they're trying to figure out okay so we've only got four seats and reed is literally just like well obviously sue's staying behind and uh, and everybody's just like well yeah Duh. And uh I so the the thing that's kinda cool with this versus like Sue at that time, like the story that they're changing, is that we get a little more of like what she's thinking about, which we didn't you right. never would have given it like they would not have given a shit. No, right. It would have been like, Sue, you're not going, and she would have been like, Great, I get to bake cookies or whatever. In this one, yeah, she's actually it's like, just like I'll. 
she's actually, I'll make sure I'll make sure dinner's ready. <laughs> like in this one she's yeah, like yeah. I really wish I were going. Like this sounds fun and I think I could be helpful. And you're like fuck cuz you would be helpful. Like really helpful. Yeah. Yeah, no, he he would, just... he would be like an excellent addition. But you know that when they get back and uh, uh, you know Sue's prepared dinner, she's spitting that. She just spits oh. so much in that. The main ingredient is spit. <laughs> the, if you're lucky, yeah. If you're lucky, that's the only bodily fluid in there. <laughs> I was like, gonna go, Lady Vengeance, just half a gallon of bleach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so they go to the moon and they deal with Red Ghost and it's easy, uh, because it's Red Ghost. God, that's a stupid uh, villain. Do what? That is a stupid villain. I mean, I, I, I actually had to look him up. He's so damn useless, but, uh, I, 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 I do not, you know, uh, there, there are aspects of, uh, older comics that are understandable. There are aspects that are enjoyable. I do not have any fucks to give for giant or intelligent apes you know it was a whole thing <laughs> it was a thing, <laughs> thing. thanks julian you Schwartz know, or schwartzman or whatever yeah it was one of those things like his initial super apes it's like okay this is a this is a result of circumstance but like after a while, after like the third batch of apes, you just have to be like, so this is a sex thing, right? Yeah, like no, that's you're fucking the apes, <laughs> dude. You like, know, like last I, what was that last week? He should he showed up in or they showed up in Derek. Oh, it was Iron Man, and really, by the time he gets a, confronts the Red Ghost, you need to be like, so what's with the apes, dude? Like, yeah. I mean, we're well, in your the, sub. He, you can tell me. You're gonna kill me. He has the shape shifting one. He has the shape shifting oh, no. one. You know, you know. He's just been like, "Hey, spider monkey, form of uh. fleshlight." Like, uh <laughs> But yeah, no, the red ghost. Fuck it, whatever. He he is he is relevant only because he leads to the c- central conflict of this, which is. While they're gone, Sue doesn't even have a chance to piss in their soup. Yeah. Uh, because she is compelled to go out and meet Namor, and they go under the sea. Um, yeah. And yeah. So, not, not at all a problematic scene of Namor uh, kidnapping her against her will. Just well, fantastic. You know, early, early Namor... <laughs> early namor is is a me too moment just left right and center it, it yeah, he, he is he's he the is worst part of much, the parts of the 40s yeah yeah he is he's it's just like everything namor does you're just like ooh, no dude no that's not <laughs> look okay uh i guess we i guess atlantis has to have another seminar okay um do ask permission don't stick her in a bubble and have her attacked by a giant clam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so just a few basic it things. Turns out, do what? Just a few basic things. 
Right, right. You know, uh, yeah. generally speaking, enthusiastic consent does not does not involve being coerced by a giant squid. Um, <laughs> and there's there's a hypno fish. Why is there a hypno fish? Yeah, but, don't but tell we, me. Before we don't can tell find me, out don't... why there is, we we meet our fourth or fifth villain of this comic. Yeah, uh, which. Puppet Master is already a creepy motherfucker on like every level. It's but like, the, he, yeah. the big a, weird doll eyes with the giant lashes and everything. I'm just like this is this is like a child's drawing of a sex offender. This is Yeah, this exactly. Is like, Make you know, as many assumptions as you want about this man. They're all right. They're all right. Not only are they all right, you haven't even scratched the surface of the depravity <laughs> that has occurred with this dude. Like, this is this is the kind of thing of, like, you think maybe your kid has been touched by someone and then they start drawing this and you're like, oh, that's the guy. That has to be the guy. Just, oh, um, okay, it's not only a sex offender, but we're in an 80s horror movie and he's going to come <laughs> right. to kill you tonight. Right. But he's also, gonna have like a gnarled hook. When your child starts to draw this man, you you start to be like, "Oh no, this is my fault." Because <laughs> if I were a better parent, my child would never be near this person ever. Right. right. Uh, but so the uh, the upshot of all of this is the puppet master is trying to get revenge on the Fantastic Five now. Uh, through Namor, and uh, so he has coerced Namor into doing what Namor does anyway. Uh, I assume that was probably pretty easy. Like, he he just had to be like, he had to take his little doll of Namor and just be like, go commit date rape. And yeah, Namor's like, like Namor... I was going to anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Namor is just like <laughs> Namor just had to change his target. Like that's all. <laughs> like Aww. he was already on his way to pay a visit to Valkyrie or something, and he's just like, "Oh, Sue Storm, all right." I'm sorry. Anyway, um, so the uh, the upshot of all of this is the the remaining members of the Fantastic Five make their way to Atlantis and I I really enjoy how slapdick this is early on because it's literally they just go into the Atlantic Ocean and they're just like I don't know we'll just putter around down here until we find him like it's not a, one of the world's largest bodies of water but uh whatever well and so he even says well, there's a there's an editor's note, or I guess a watcher's note, that's like this is before he found the rest of the Atlanteans. Like Namor had mm. not rejoined because he hadn't found him yet. Uh, right, and so he's one dude. So like like even harder to find because it's not some stationary giant civilization. It's yeah. one fish it guy the in the entire Atlantic, giant and gleaming and you know, glinting in the distance. No, 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 no. It's just Namor. In it's his it's the grotto. Atlantean equivalent of a lone condo. Yeah. Just like in the Marianas Trench, just like, 
Yeah, like it's it's in a great school district if I ever find the one. Um, and uh, my uh, my neighbor is this really great anemone. Uh, anyway, so the what winds up happening is they go and they confront Namor, and we've got all this bullshit with like very <laughs> various fish pals uh, that he uses to fight the fantastic five uh a a fungus that grows over which he did have in this in one of their run-ins uh the hypno fish uh, i think makes an it was either here or when he actually abducts uh sue that the hypno fish comes in but anyway the upshot is they they go up against him, and meanwhile, Sue is in this tank of water trying to fight with a a giant... Was it a squid or an octopus? Um, I only see four tentacles, so neither? I'm gonna go half an octopus. <laughs> half an half octopus. An octopus. <laughs> like, Come on, Sue, if you can't fight off half an octopus... <laughs> what are we even doing so, here? It was an octopus who was in the war. Uh, oh, now I feel yeah. bad. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. My favorite yeah, that's bit right. of this fight. Ben is, ben is beating the shit out of a veteran. Um. <laughs> My favorite bit of this fight, though, is Johnny at one point takes off after Namor. And he's like, he's got like an American Gladiators style uh, joust uh, right. rod. And he's like, thing, yeah. this is made of a specific kind of sponge that eats heat. And he's mm-hmm. like, what? And Johnny fires a giant fire blast at him. And uh, the sponge sucks it all up to the point that it just starts siphoning heat directly off of Johnny. And he's just like, mm-hmm. I didn't believe you. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. like, like it's it's not just it it doesn't just absorb heat. It's the flame eater. It's an underwater thing that has evolved to eat fire <laughs> underwater. That's that's a very specific kind of fire. You would need, but, but hey, I mean, I mean, let's let's be real. If a fire is bad enough, that like you're lit. Like if if you are a sponge, and you like fall asleep with a cigarette in your mouth, and the fire is bad enough that it's still burning underwater, like that, I guess that could be useful. But I don't know this whole thing. Whatever. Ben is delightfully misogynistic here. Um, oh my god! Because first of all, he refers to Sue as a female, which. I, I, if, if the, if Twitter has taught me anything, it's that any dude who says female in like normal conversation. Yeah, no, that, that dude, that dude's a mess. Um, that's a, that's a man that hates women. This is a man who, uh, his only romantic relationship was initially based off lying to the woman about his very appearance and like, chemical makeup yeah he wouldn't let her know that he's a giant rock monster (laughs) you know Uh, whatever his insecurities uh, are 
just astounding. All right. Incredible. So the uh, the upshot of all of this is that they save they save Sue, but because she's a flighty broad, um, <laughs> she winds up just being like, "You guys don't need me anymore. I'm gonna stay with Namor." Well, you're skipping the um, part where they figure yeah. out, you're skipping the part where they figure out that it's Puppet Master. Oh well, yeah. I'm, I, I mean, I'm sorry. It doesn't matter, but like. So but this is want... this is also what happens in the original. Uh, this this run in between Puppet Master. Basically, every run in with Puppet Master for many years involved him seemingly dying each time. But uh, but like yeah, the 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 oct- the veteran octopus breaks loose of the shell of this underwater base and starts attacking uh the puppet master sub the puppet master tries to make a a puppet of the octopus but even even though he may have succeeded as the issue tells us you can't control what is essentially mindless anyway um which okay but in the end, yeah. wouldn't it be easier to do that? You would think. You would think there's. You're not trying to overwrite any sort of will. You'd think. Yeah. You'd think he wouldn't even need radioactive clay. He would just need like a really, like a really stern demeanor. Like he could just be like, "Hey, knock it off." Quit. And the octopus would just be like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, my bad." My bad. Look yeah. At now, what, what I figure happened is uh, he assumed it was a regular octopus, and so he made eight tentacles. And this veteran octopus comes along, and it it, it just doesn't work. You, you, four you, you four can't tentacles and one veterans. eye. So, yeah, 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 exactly. So there's an actual other octopus out there somewhere uh, with all the tentacles that was just like freaking out right now. Actually, right. I'm just I'm just the, at this the octopus again, was and. You're right. At any one time, yeah, I could four. count no more than four. Yeah, yeah. It's a splendid job, guys. Splendid is, artistic uh, endeavor. This is this is one of the few times I'm sure that that octopus was glad it left half itself back in Nam. Um, but <laughs> okay, the, so uh, Sue. So they there's water rushing in and. Johnny and Peter close up the seal, and Sue's like, nope. Uh, like, Reed and Namor are posturing, um, and Sue's just like, nope, I I have to be the one to decide this, and Reed doesn't really need me, so I'm gonna go with Namor. And Reed's like, but, but Sue. And uh, so Namor... Does this has Sue walk into a giant shell? Um, and uh, frankly, I think if I ever build a giant su- super scientific apparatus, I'm gonna make it shell shaped for no other reason than because fuck it, I can. Um, so she walks inside, well, you, you and, know, like he's not only an inventor, he's a designer, right? He's a well, designer at yeah. heart, yeah. I mean, he is. Yeah, a, he's a true Renaissance fish man. Um, <laughs> my name is Namor, and interior design is yeah. my passion. 
<laughs> Interior design and uh, crushing the human race. Really, Interior design, two. crushing the human race, and convincing women who I kidnapped to come with me. Blondes, especially. <laughs> Blondes all the way. Because it, yeah. it was hit, her and then also Emma Frost, uh, they revealed. So, yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about her. Yeah, yeah. He has a type. Um, but So anyway. So she decides she's staying with Namor. Namor turns her into a fish lady. Uh, <laughs> has to break open the side of the compound so that more of the seawater comes in everybody else by throwing his incredible invention through the window yes yeah you're never gonna need that one again uh no no one and done (laughs) so but on the way back i I hope she doesn't change her mind at any point like (laughs) on the way back it'll just be like ben's like hey reed so shitty break man sorry and uh reed's like nope that was her decision and i just have to live with it and i'm like okay bullshit the whole thing's bullshit no 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 Mm -hmm. this is where i call bullshit because there is no way reed richards reacts that way yeah yeah this is this is a bullshit reed richards he yeah he clearly doesn't give two shits about sue and like reed uh in the early days, Reed only gave, you know, three shits about Sue. Not, not, not too much, but he at least cared to have her around. Yeah, yeah. This is actually I was thinking bullshit because he seemed to respect her wishes at all, and, <laughs> and that's the part that I just don't, I don't buy. Right? Like, yeah. Uh, either when he wants her around or when he doesn't want her around. Her opinion is invalid. So yeah, this is the well, only. Well, I mean, di- we're we're talking we're talking about uh, uh, the guy who told her that women are are not to be heard; they're to be kissed. So oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, Reed. Yeah, I. Uh, Reed is Reed Richards. I, feminist <laughs> i maintain that reed is at most five steps away from many different kinds of villainy uh, <laughs> he's never all the way there but like they're almost in arm's reach yeah well, that, that's why I like the maker so much because they finally just went no seriously Reed Richards hates you and he, he, if you just let him do his own thing what he would do you and your petty morality would consider to be villainous yeah hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> meanwhile he's Reed Richards yeah well yeah I yeah alright uh... so uh, everybody <laughs> leaves Spider-Man feels bad about breaking up the Fantastic Four, and Johnny's like, uh, no, you're the Fantastic Four now, bud, and they're all cool. And the Watcher's like, this never happened, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, yeah, It's, it's literally like, you know, him on the moon just like, his arm is uh, 
he's in silhouette in the last panel and he's just like i don't know it's it's one of those things it's such a weird pose uh to just be in for any length of time but across several panels it's even weirder because he's just like it's literally he puts his hand up and he's like and in each of the men and women must make choices uh choice will affect their own destinies and perhaps that of the universe i know for i am the watcher uh so join us next time and it's just like you can you can put your hand down dude just just put it down come on that's too many sentences yeah um oh no i i I love how gloriously old this is in the sense of um there are about seven different stories in this one story. Yes. And oh, yeah. every single panel is absolutely packed with five paragraphs. Yeah, it is. It, if, if this issue were to come out now, this would be two full miniseries. <laughs> like, it would just be like, what if Spider-Man had joined the Fantastic Four? number one of 12 and then like you know he would finally join the first issue would be like here's the version you know and then issue two would be like okay but what if this happened and then issue three we might see the red ghost for like a minute it would be a cliffhanger ending it'd just be like the red ghost and people would be like who and uh you know (laughs) And then, yeah, you wouldn't even, Namor wouldn't even show up until issue, like, eight. And, yeah, it would, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Decompressed no, You can, you can easily get, get a, a full year out of this. At least. Yeah. Are, are you kidding? Oh, man. My kid could go to college before that storyline finished. <laughs> anyway, uh, but, yeah. No, it's it's a good issue and a reasonably a reasonably strong beginning. I like there are definitely better issues of what if out there, but by the same token, like I think if if what if the invaders hadn't split up after World War Two had been issue one, I'd have been like, Nope. This is not this is not for me. Bye. <laughs> like yeah so yeah uh definitely would have bailed uh if there was uh a less uh uh, par story like it's not a good story but it's on par it's hey you want to see some stuff that didn't happen here you go i know this is all new to you so we're not gonna try to blow your goddamn mind or something right well but also yeah it's par is a very good term because it's like okay before we get real weird, this is the kind of thing we're talking about, and it's we're like, just gonna dip our toe yeah. into the into the concept. This is not hardcore. We don't have to like worry about like Hitler won the war or anything like that. It's just <laughs> it's just what if Spider Man turned around and went back? And well, like, yeah. I, I like that you use that specific example, because at the beginning, as one of his examples of alternate universes, he's like, what if the World War, what if World War II uh, ended a bit later? Yeah. Not just like the Nazis won. No, it's like, no, no, it just ended a bit later. <laughs> <laughs> one guy slept in 
And uh, so, it, like, the end of the war was pushed back by, like, 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Not much yeah. changes, Sorry but, like, that. enough to make for an interesting story. Trust us, this is going to be really cool. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, next issue, we're going to be looking at what if the Hulk had always had Bruce Banner's brain? Um, which, you know. If you've seen Endgame, you know how that works out. So, but join us anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Um, we've got, uh, I guess I should point out, we do have a uh, Twitter account set up for this show, as well as a Facebook page. So give us a like, give us a follow. You'll be informed of new episodes and any other bullshit we decide to throw your way. Uh, so, yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.